0: to the Smith Regers World Daily Devotional Podcast presented by myself, Victoria E. York. Thank you so much for joining us and let us pray. Father Lord, God Almighty, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we thank you for this opportunity to come and study your word today. Lord, lead us as we study your word that it may transform us and raise faith in us in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Okay, so yesterday we started with raising Lazarus, Lazarus, part one. And we are going directly into part two. Remember that yesterday we were talking about the story of a man who was suffering from tuberculosis and who had been afflicted for years and whom people from his surroundings nicknamed Lazarus, probably because of the state of health in which he was. But as Smith Figures what came to him to pray for him, unfortunately he was discouraged by many people because they were not in faith and the man himself did not seem to be very encouraged by his presence so today we are going in scriptures and we are going to we are going directly in Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1 to 2 and 16 to 21 and also in Isaiah chapter 58 verse Here we go. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11 says, The Lord will guide you continually. Isaiah 59, verse 1 to 2 and 16 to 21. In the King James Version, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save, neither his ear heavy that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your god and your sins have hid his face from you that he would not hear verse 16 and he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor therefore his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness it sustained him for he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head and he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was glad with zeal as a clock According to Judges, accordingly he will repay referred to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, to the islands he will repay recompense. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the West, and his glory from the rising sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him, and the Redeemer shall come to Zion, and unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, said the Lord. As for me, this is my covenant with them, said the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee and my words which I have put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, seed said the Lord, from henceforth and forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So the story is so deep, I would just like. I invite you to get a Smith's devotional for yourself to read the whole story. But I'll try my best to summarize it. So Smith's figures were well, like, um, as we said, on the first day where he met the man, he asked he he asked people, seven people, he wanted seven people who would choose to believe and pray for him. So as they went to rest and that he went to bed, the devil tried to like come against him with the same symptoms as those that the man had, symptoms of tuberculosis. But he fought, he stood in faith, and he called on the name of the Lord. And you know the word which says that when you call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. And the Lord delivered him from that. And he got back to bed and had sound sleep. God told him clearly that he would raise Lazarus up. Lazarus up. So he believed God, and he stood firm on the truth, and he shared it with his roommate, the person who was sleeping like in the same room as him and then also god clearly gave him instructions on not eating so like it's god who told him to fast and probably this fast helped him to remain more focused like praying and really focusing on god and the word of god and like having the right mindset and not being distracted probably and then he and the other men went to the Lazarus of the story, and there they held hands in the, in the and formed a circle and started calling the name of Jesus, just whispering, whispering, "Sorry, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus." And the power of God fell. The power of God fell five times, and it remained. And Smithy Gerstwald was the one telling the man that like that he should that he should accept the power of god and he should let himself get healed so to say the man himself admitted that he had bitterness in his heart he had lots of bitterness in his heart furthermore he had been prayed for like two years ago two years before that and it had not worked and the devil had really used that to discourage him even further you see this is like an aside it's just to say when you pray for someone like do your best to get it done to get it done because if you don't get it done the devil is gonna try to discourage this person afterwards and the person will feel like okay others can be healed but not him or not her and stuff and he also like it can be fed ground for bitterness and lack of faith so let's get back to the story so finally the man repented from the bitterness that he was like hovering in his heart which is also i will add again like something right now Um an invitation if somebody has hurt you and loved you, uh anything like that. It's an invitation right now to forgive the person. If you were waiting for a sign, this is the sign. (laughs) Like choose to forgive that person. Say that like I forgive you. Okay. And if you had bitterness in your heart, like choose right now, I let go of this bitterness, I choose love, I choose life. This is an invitation. Okay, so let's get back to the story. So the bed shook and the man shook and like everybody in the room knew that god had moved okay so smith figures were told the others to go downstairs and to let them know that we're not going to assist him he was going to get dressed and everything all by himself and that's what he did and then when the, the news of the miracle spread you know people came to see because the Lazarus had been like that for like four years so they came to see like what god did And this is an encouragement for whoever is suffering from sickness and disease. And it has lasted for so many years. And you're still worried, like, is God going to change your situation? It's never too late to receive the power of God. And additionally, God is good. God is good. So do not get discouraged. And stand in faith. Sorry. And if we can assist you in prayer, please, of course, contact us. Okay, so... Now, here we're going to my little notes because I'm done with the story. So, first thing first, like for people, especially for people who are suffering from sickness and disease and who've suffered from it for a long time, or even if it just came now, okay? First thing to know is that God is not the one who is opposing your healing. Why do I say that and why can I say that confidently? Because God himself gave his own son to be beaten to be wounded so that you would be healed. So why would he give his son for you to be healed and at the same time stand against your healing? God is not the one who is stopping your healing, okay? And God did not make you sick to teach you something, okay? God said that it is the Holy Spirit who will teach you all things, not sickness and disease, okay? And these basic basic notions are found in the Divine Healing Technician Training and I have added a link in the description. You can listen to it. So... Second thing is that you should never, never, ever focus on what the devil is telling you. Focus only on who Jesus is. Only on who Jesus is. The, te- the devil is going to tell you that you're never going to succeed, you're never going to have life, you're never going to be happy, you're never going to be healthy. He's, he's going to say many negative things to you. His job is the negative confessions in your mind, and the more you accept them, the more you're going to be discouraged and be that. Do not accept those. Look for what the Bible says and focus on that. Another thing is you have to resist the devil to you win, whether it's in your own body or in anyone else's body. At times, the devil would start with something very small. He would start with a few symptoms. And if you don't start resisting when it's small, the more it gets bigger and the more you resist and you do not succeed, the more you get discouraged and the more he expands it, you see. So even with the slightest thing, the slightest thing that you see abnormal in your body or in someone else's body, resist it. Tell it to live in the name of Jesus Christ. Do not let it take root in your life. And another thing is have a mindset like the mindset of Jesus, like the mindset of Smith's Wigglesworth, who got it from Jesus. Obviously, what you want it to be in such a way that when you are praying for the sick, your intention is not to try. Your intention is not for them to be healed five years later. Your intention is for them to be set free right now at the moment where you're praying have this mindset we should all have this mindset we are not praying to try we are praying to set the person free now okay have faith in the name of jesus um now we know if we do not know yet now we know that we can pray for someone just by calling the name of jesus on the person that's all if you do not have inspiration when you go to pray for a sick person this is a good very good idea you can just like at times you do not know which words to say but thank god the holy spirit is in you and he will guide you into all truth and tell you which words to say and in this case the word the only word that had to be said was the name of jesus in faith the, the name of jesus and faith in the name of jesus as we said in the lesson the power in his name uh, okay okay And let's get back to the verse in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 16. And he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness sustained him. Um, One thing that I would like to say here is that we should develop the habit of interceding for others you develop the habit of interceding for others another thing that i would like to say is that even when nobody is there to intercede for you or pray for you you have to decide that it's your life and you gotta pray for yourself it's the body that god gave you to take care of so you're gonna as i said previously at times people stay in bondage because they're waiting for somebody to come and prophesy over them or pray for them at times you have to think like you may not always have somebody to come and pray for you and prophesy for you. So you have to get independent, even if there's nobody to come and pray for you or intercede for you. Trust in Jesus, trust in his name, and do it yourself in his name, okay? Verse 19, So shall the fear revere the name of the Lord from the West and his glory from the rising sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. So the spirit of the lord shall make the enemy free how it is by the name of the lord and faith in the name of the lord so the big lesson here is that we should have faith in the name of jesus that we should pray earnestly till we get results that fasting is important to keep our focus at the right place at the right time and the time and this is a very important point the time that you should have spent eating When you're fasting, you're instead spending that time praying. Some people fast like they do not take food. They abstain from food. But their activities are just like, they have nothing to do with anything spiritual. Watching TV so that they forget that they're hungry. Discussing over the phone for six to seven hours. Doing stuff that is not helping you. It's even as if you were not fasting. When you're fasting, we've already talked about the type of fast that pleases God right when you're fasting you set people you set the captives free you provide for the needy you you do the works of Jesus okay and at the same time when you're fasting you have to be praying so and this is a reminder even for me I remember the periods of my life where I would fast like for many hours but I would allocate just like one hour to prayer and all the rest of the time I would go on with my normal daily activities Fasting is really like you're setting yourself apart to spend time with God. That's actually the main purpose. That's why I remember, I think, in one of the books of Kenneth Hagin. I read it a long time ago, so that I, I, I may not be sure if it's really Kenneth Hagin, but I think it was Kenneth Hagin. So in his book, he explained that his fasting was not always like from 6 in the morning to 6 p.m. in the evening, you see. A bit like the fasting here that you see on this page of the smith's towards was diversional now because here he's talking about he skipped a meal i think one or two meals not all the meals of the day but like uh no i think he skipped two meals i'm not sure just check um so Kenneth hagen explained that his fasting was not always like skipping the whole going the whole day without eating though that he would skip a meal and the time that he was supposed to spend like Having that meal, you know, he would instead spend it reading the Bible and praying. And while we're talking about reading the Bible, I'm going to share one thing that I heard about Smith's Sword that we should definitely develop, that I tried developing, that I forgot I was supposed to develop. And thank God the Holy Spirit is reminding it to me right now. It's very important. So it is said that when you went to Smith's Sword's house, he was generally alone there. Like... He would be perhaps with his wife or his kids, but there were rarely people going to visit him as a preacher because people did not really like him. He talked in an authoritative manner. And the people actually have stories of him punching people when he was supposed to pray for the healing there's a story of a man that he punched and somebody was like you killed him you killed him and he was like no and then the man stood up and was healed you know and then when people asked him like why do you punch people he said i'm not punching people i'm punching the devil <laughs> so like he was not like the soft type of creature, you know and so people would not visit him a lot and another thing is that you could never gossip around him and you could not talk about anything other than the bible he did not even accept newspaper in his house if he saw you with newspaper in his house he would say that's garbage get it out of his house so he would not even accept you to gossip in his house when you would try to talk about something which is not biblical he would either like correct you to change the conversation or he would leave the conversation like he would do something you know so one thing let us get back to the one thing a very very good habit he would not go let me remember it well um he will not go more than 30 minutes without praying and more than 30 minutes without reading the bible so if you spend a day at his house what he will do with you would be and what he would do even while you even if you were not there actually that's what's his daily activity so if you would come over you would have to follow along so he would read his bible for 30 minutes and then he'll pray and then he will read his bible for 30 minutes and then he'll pray and then he will read his bible for 30 minutes and then he'll pray imagine this type of lifestyle you're definitely gonna have only God's word on your mind and you're definitely gonna preach better if you always have God's word on your mind and as my pastor, Pastor Gary Blake says, if you want the Smith's Wigglesworth result, you can have a Smith Wigglesworth lifestyle, or at least something which looks like it. So I think that basically all the points have been said for today. And um, let us go to the quote of today, then we will go to prayer. So the living God has chosen us for his divine inheritance, and it is he who is preparing us for our ministry, so that it may be of God and not of man. The living God has chosen us for his divine inheritance and it is he who is preparing us for our ministry so that it may be of God and not of man. Let us pray. Father Lord, Almighty King of Kings and Lord of Lords, I thank you because you are good. I confess that at times I let anger, bitterness take over and this is not right. Lord, please help me show the love of Jesus. Help me live in love in humility in righteousness help me get rid of every single root of bitterness and lord lord help me that i should keep in my mind that the name of jesus is a name above every name so i should not fear i should not worry but i should pray always in faith I, in jesus christ's name amen so right now I'm gonna pray for anybody who's suffering from sickness and disease. If you are having pain in any part of your body right now, just make sure that you 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 check again, you look again when when we're done praying. If you have tumor, a tumor, or cancer, or anything, don't forget to check once we're done praying. And if you had pain, especially in your left ear. Check once we're done praying. If you have hmm, anybody who's having a problem of nausea, vertigo, repetitive, and you do not know the cause, even though you went to the hospital for that, we're praying for you too right now. So for all the all the symptoms that I mentioned right now, and even those that I did not mention. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak to your, your bodies right now in Jesus Christ. In the name, of bodies be healed and made whole in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirit of infirmity, under the sound of my voice, I command you to come out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Depression you live in Jesus Christ. In pain you live in the name of Jesus Christ. Body, you are healed and made whole. Every tumor dissolves and disappears. Every cancer dissolves and disappears without leaving any negative consequence in the name of Jesus Christ. Anybody with pain, wherever in your body, whether it's in your right hip whether it's in your left ear wherever it is in your body right now i command the pain to leave you disappear completely in the name of jesus christ the nose and the vertical leave right now in jesus christ's name your body is healed and made whole now in the name of jesus christ receive right now and do what you couldn't do before right now in the name of jesus christ amen okay thank you so much for listening and you can find me on Instagram. My links are in the description on Instagram, and Facebook. You can always contact me to share your healing testimonies or whatever testimony that you have from since you've started listening to the podcast. If you have prayer requests, you can contact me too. And if you wouldn't mind, please share this podcast with anybody whom you know would be blessed by listening to it. And God bless you. See you tomorrow, God's grace. Bye-bye.